Bill Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant here in North Alabama. And the biggest show in the afternoons across the northern part of this great state is this one, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. And by the way, I said it multiple times, if you find yourself driving outside of the broad range of this uh, AM, FM capability for WVNN, just go to rightsideradio.org and click listen live, and you're listening wherever you are. Uh, thanks to all the Right Side Ruffians that are listening from all over the state of Alabama and other states and points beyond. Uh, we appreciate you being part of the audience. It is truly, truly an honor to have this platform. I'm looking at a, a tweet right now from my lovely wife. Uh, she she just tweeted out something from Laura Logan, who I've gotten to really appreciate, by the way. Laura Logan is just tearing it up right now with her ability to be an independent reporter. Uh, and she just said, Laura Logan did, uh, Charlene retweeted it, listening to Tony Blinken, that's Anthony Blinken, that's the, the Secretary of State, talk about the Taliban is like having your brain sucked out of your head, she said. How can the U.S. Secretary of State, she said, say with a straight face that a government of terrorists is a potential ally in the, to the U.S. in counterterrorism efforts? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. How, how can we possibly say that we are right now uh, letting the Taliban uh, suddenly own land. They went from being a terrorist organization, you know, determined as such by the U.S. government, to now they own land and we're working with them and we're relying upon them to help us get safe passage for our people. And I guess now Anthony Blinken in a statement must have said something to the effect that they are now considered one of our uh, partners in the fight against counterterrorism or terrorism. I'm sorry. Wow. Well, hey, um, listen, I'm going to turn to a minute um, that, that happened yesterday in a news conference, uh, and, and we had these clips already, and then we had to go back and retool them a little bit today because the clip we were using uh, went away. Uh, but um, I think we've got it ready now. Interesting thing happened yesterday. So the whole world was waiting for President Biden to give a press conference on Afghanistan, right? And, and we broke some of this news uh, live here on the air yesterday. Uh, I, I was calling it out as we saw it. Uh, but the press conference seemed to keep getting pushed back for hours and hours. And I want to say it started like three, four, five hours later than anticipated, and no one knew why. And we were anticipating that he was going to come out and immediately address the fact that we have thousands of Americans still in some capacity trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. And what did he do? He came out and he opened his press conference, and it became very apparent that what he had done was delayed addressing the, you know, the, the, the people of this country on the crisis of other American citizens and friends trapped behind enemy lines. He delayed for hours talking about it to give Nancy Pelosi time to push through a purely partisan bill to spend $3.5 trillion on everything in the world that liberals want. Because I guess he thought that was going to be the good news story he could lead off with. The press was dumbfounded. And then, of course, at the end of the conference, press conference, what did he do? Same thing he's been doing. He shut his notebook. He turned around 45 degrees and made a beeline for the door. And they're shouting at his back. There's, there's, some of the clips don't have this. But if you can watch the full extent of him leaving the room, you'll hear the voices of reporters going, Mr. President, what about Americans? Are you guaranteeing their safety? No answer. Walks out the door. 
So let's uh, let's do this. Uh, let's see which one did I say I was going to go with first, Copper? I think I was going to go with clip seven, seven, wasn't I? Let's go with clip seven and see what it was that gave him the reason to have to wait for hours to address the nation. Go ahead and play clip seven. Look, I want to thank Speaker Pelosi, who was masterful in her leadership on this, and Leader Hoyer and Whip Clyburn and Chairman DeFazio, the entire House leadership team, for the hard work, dedication, and determination to bring people together so we can make a difference in people's lives. I also want to thank every Democrat in the House who worked so hard over the past few weeks to reach an agreement and who supported the process for House consideration of the Jobs and Infrastructure Plan, the Build Back Better effort. All right. Are you hearing that? What I just heard was the president who said that he was going to be elected to bring unity and reach across the aisle and work with everybody. What did he do? He waited for hours in the middle of an international crisis when Americans' lives are at stake on the far side of the world. He's sending more troops into harm's way. He's refusing to adjust the timelines despite the fact that our G7 allies are asking him to and our, his advisors, many of them, are advising him to. He delayed his press conference long enough to give Nancy Pelosi the opportunity to be a great leader, in his opinion, so that he could thank Democrats only. He even said it that way, and I want to thank all the Democrats. He didn't, he didn't because no Republican voted with him. I mean, th this, is, this was unbelievable. Well, what was, what was in this? What was so important that he had to wait for? Well, they're going to give away lots of free stuff, lots and lots of free stuff. I mean, because it's all free, right? Because the government can print money. It's just free. No one has to pay for it. Copper, let's play clip five. You got clip five ready? This is the one where he's talking about uh, giving out freebies and what was in the bill that they just passed. So go ahead and play clip five. But today's vote in the House allowed them to consider my Build Back Better agenda, a broad framework to make housing more affordable, bring down the cost of prescription drugs by giving Medicare the power to negotiate lower prices for drugs, make elder care more affordable, provide two years of free universal high-quality pre-K, and two years of free community college, provide clean energy tax credits, continue to give the middle-class families the well-deserved tax cut for daycare and health care that they deserve, allowing a lot of women to get back to work primarily, and provide significant monthly tax cuts for working families. Okay. I'm all for tax cuts. He's not going to do tax cuts. No, 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 because I'm going to play you a clip in a minute that said he's going straight for the tax increases. So what he's trying to do is appeal to people's uh, basest human natures, all right? The most base of human natures is what's in it for me. And so what he did was he came out, he delayed for hours, hours, y'all, hours, hours. He delayed for hours. And he came out, everybody expecting him to address the fact that we have Americans in harm's way right now, that we have troops on the ground, that he's increased the number of troops on the ground since before he took office, that he's determined to stick with a calendar date as opposed to a condition-based withdrawal, that he's got, even as of today, at least 1,000 to 1,500 Americans, they're not sure how many, trapped behind enemy lines, needing to get out. But what's he lead off with? Here's all the free stuff we're going to give you. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats for voting for my Build Back Better bill. That's what I wanted to share with you first. It's so important that you understand what I think is the most important, my domestic agenda of big spending liberal freebies that someone will have to pay for one day. Well, guess who's going to pay for it? 
Well, let's, let's get to clip six, Copper, while I finish this conversation. Clip six is going to tell you exactly what he's going to do. Because if you're a small business owner, if you're a big business owner, if you're, if you're just the average Joe, you're going to be paying your quote-unquote fair share. Let's play clip six, Copper. Copper, you got clip six? It's I got nothing. Playing. It's not playing on my end. All right, we'll go ahead and cut it off, Copper. That one didn't come through. That one, that one didn't come through at all. Maybe playing on one side, but not the other. So I want to. We all. We're, we're we're back on Copper. Are we good? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, let me just do this. I'm just going to tell you what he said, because he went on to say basically, there's too many businesses making too much money and not paying enough taxes. That's what he says. And he says at the two two minute and fifty eight second mark, that literally. He's asking that they need to be given their fair share, all right? Their fair share. I hate it when they do that all the time. What does fair share mean? It means whatever he thinks it should be, all right? That's what, he's, that's what it is. It, it, it's whatever he thinks it should be, their fair share, all right? That's, that's, that's ridiculous. But that's what he led off with, folks. That's what he led off with. That was what was so important uh, to, to, to hold off the press conference on the lives of Americans and Afghan citizens who are our allies and, and literally wait, wait until he could just have that moment of, of victory and come out and spend the first five minutes and six seconds of one of the most important press conferences a president should ever be able to give to talk about his domestic agenda and all the free stuff he's going to give away and how he's going to make you pay your fair share of taxes. And thank you, Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats for making it happen. All right, folks, we're going to a, uh, a short break here, but uh, there's more of that when we, came, when we come back. And I got some things happening, too, around the state of Alabama. Uh, interesting things that are happening around the state of Alabama. And then other stuff that's happening just in terms of the news breaking as we speak. 4.17 p.m. right now, folks, on August 25th. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio, Right Side Radio. Right side, solid conservative and just plain right. We'll be right back. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. The only radio station of relevance in the Tennessee Valley. Depend on it. Did you know there are cash and tax credit incentives available through more than 3,000 different government programs for businesses of all industries and sizes? How am I supposed to figure this out? Yeah, it's confusing, but we used e-tax breaks to figure it out. They can maximize your tax incentives and already recovered over $2 billion for their clients, like incentives for hiring employees from certain demographics and even retaining employees through the pandemic. Uh, it's a lot to deal with, right? Just go to etaxbreaks.com slash rightside. Otter Creek Farmstead and Distillery in Northeast Alabama is one of the South's top venues for wing shooting trips, corporate retreats, weddings, and special events. We offer 12 luxuriously appointed guest rooms, beautifully manicured grounds, indoor and outdoor entertainment spaces for a variety of group sizes, hundreds of acres of prime upland habitat, and a culinary team to accommodate all your food and beverage needs. Call us at 256-892-2177 or visit our website at ottercreekfarmstead.com and let us take care of the details for your next getaway. 
News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. Hey, listen, before we go any further, i got to tell you about my friends at uh, ZLA Solutions. Man, that, those, those folks are so good at what they do. And I know them personally, by the way. The folks at ZLA Solutions, what they do is they get people back to work. I mean, all over the state of Alabama, they're doing it. ZLA Solutions. What, I mean, if you're looking for a job right now, go to their website, ZLAUSA.com. They've got jobs everywhere posted right now that you can apply for. But if you're also an employer looking to fill out your, um, your, your, the ranks of your own workforce, go to ZLAUSA.com. They will hook you up. They can do all the headhunting for you. They can find people. They can get them vetted. They can drug test them for you. They can get them on the job. And, and by the way, they will help you find whatever you're looking for, blue collar, white collar, no collar, doesn't matter. ZLA Solutions, they are good at getting people back to work. Check them out, ZLAUSA.com. Well, folks, um, lots of things happening. You know, we talked earlier. We spent some time. Uh, I'm, I'm diverting a little. Oh, by the way, I have to. Copper, do I need to do push-ups or something now? I mean, <laughs> that, nah. what, what do you, you want me to take a lap? What do I need to do? I mean, just, just tell me. What, Chocolate. What's my, that's, that's what. No chocolate for me? No, no, you got to send me chocolate. Oh, I got to send you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but just, you know. Okay, because I discovered during the break that the, the quote, the, the clip that I had asked Copper to play that for some reason wouldn't play was because I had already flagged it as uh, for non-use and it was not uh, available for use. And yet it was still on the list and I called for it. And so, sorry, Copper, I owe you chocolate. It's okay. <laughs> all right, all right. You're good at what you do. She's good at what she does, folks. Sometimes I get excited oh. and I call for the thing. All right. Well, how about this? I mean, I tell you what, let's do this. Before I go to my next thing that I was about to do, which I may wind up waiting until after the, the, the next break, before I go to it, let's just, play a, let's just play a clip. Which one do I want now? Hmm. Hmm, says me. Which clip shall he take, we say? Um, I'm going to say, okay, let me do this. Copper, we're going to do clip 11. Go ahead and get it ready. And, and let, me, let me set the stage for it. So in one of the clips that I didn't play for you because we're running out of time on this show, the, the president went, went ahead in his press conference yesterday when he finally got around to talking about Afghanistan, he went ahead and said he is pressing forward with his uh, goal of being um, out of the country by August 31st, all troops and all. Keep in mind, by the way, I said it yesterday, I've got a little uh, background in watching and being a part of military airlift capability, all right? Just getting the five to 6,000 troops and equipment and all the necessary accountability for such out of the country is going to take a couple of days in and of itself. That's going to be an airlift, all right? So so if you say that we only have five days in a wake-up before this is over with, well, I got news. You really got three in a wake-up because the last 48 hours are just going to be exfilling our own people, all right? So he said he's sticking with his 831 date. They are flexing a little bit now. I think his own staff is saying that's so unrealistic, we can't live with it. And they're starting to have a little flex in what they say. But the president went on to say, though, everything depends, everything, everything depends on the Taliban's cooperation. And I'm just wondering, where is he at? Who is advising him? Does he read the things on the teleprompter and really have the complete grasp of what he just said to the American people? Well, Dana Perino feels the exact same way. The former you know, press secretary for um, uh, the Bush administration, who is sharp as a tack. Let's play clip 11. Other than that, uh, you cannot try to say 
that your domestic agenda is more important than the international crisis that you are supposed to be handling. So again, it's like every time he has spoken this week, and I have a great deal of respect for this, Office of the Presidency and the President himself, when he speaks and he's reading the teleprompter, it's like, are you internalizing these words? Mm -mm. Are, you, do, are you understanding? Because the other thing that's really been very frustrating since last Friday, we've pointed it out again and again, he says these things, or the press secretary has said things, that then you are looking at the people that you're talking to on the ground, um, like I am here, of the, somebody, he's not on the ground, but he's trying to help people there. He's like, they're not getting any help. That this, you, you are actually hearing things that are completely the opposite of what they're saying. And when he talks about 707,000 have been taken out, a lot of that was done by our allies. Wow. 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 Wow, wow. So that is somebody who, um, who knows. Um, you, Copper, you ever follow Dana Perino? You, do, you, do you keep track of her commentary and that kind of thing? No, I see clips of her here and there, but yeah, she, she's 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 an extremely positive individual. I mean, if you and I know she's got a book out. I haven't read it yet, and I've forgotten what it's called. Mm -hmm. But she's you know she's known for um, her extremely positive demeanor, coupled with the fact that she's got an extreme grasp of the circumstances. All right, she she was in the the Bush administration. She was the press secretary. Uh, she has handled the press before. She's she's worked the messaging. She knows what it means to have congruent messaging across the board so that every cabinet member is speaking from the same sheet. And, but like I said, she's an extremely positive person. I mean, she'll, she'll tell it like it is. But that was a rare moment, I think, in, in watching her say, is he internalizing anything? You know, it, it's, 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 it's apparent right now that there is either A, a complete tone deafness in what is coming out of the Biden administration because he says things that don't resonate, or he says them poorly timed, or he says them, you know, uh, like he's, he's like he's got to do his domestic agenda before he does the, the the true crisis, which is Afghanistan, and the Americans that are trapped behind enemy lines. It's like, what is happening here? Who is helping this man? And or is he is he just refusing help because he has his own way of wanting it done, and that's all there's going to be? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that right now, uh, but I do know it's um, it's all of us and our troops and the families of those troops and those Afghan friends who are still trapped behind enemy lines that have to deal with it. And, uh, and that's tough. All right, folks, I'm going to try and move on a little bit from this. As we come back from the next half hour, I got some things you're going to want to hear about. Like, um, does the CDC require their employees to be vaccinated? I wondered, and then I found out, and I'm going to tell you about that when we come back. Or what about this? Uh, what's happening with other things like, um, Trump was in town, right? You know that. We've talked about it on the show. We had Casey Wardinsky on a little while ago. We had Jeff Poor the other day talking about the fact that Trump was in town. And the state Democrats of Alabama, mm, they were going to put up some mean billboards. I'll tell you what happened to that uh, and whether or not their messaging ever got out, uh, their anti-Trump messaging. Lots of stuff unfolding in the news. As we speak right now, too, I'm looking at the fact that um, here we are uh, talking about the border of our country being so porous. And what we're seeing right now is that there are threats. Officials are now warning of threats of freed Afghan terrorists who were freed by the Taliban that are then trying to make their way uh, into various Western countries. And some believe they will try to make their way to our own southern border. Why am I saying that? I'll tell you when we get back from the next break. 
It, there's just there's things unpacking as we go. And you know what? Since it's the last half hour of the show today, we'll open the phone lines. I'll get your commentary. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about what's happening? What do you think of woke world today and the idea of vaccinations versus non-vaccinations? How do you feel about President Biden's press conference where he gave out all the freebies and thanked Nancy Pelosi? Or for that matter, how do you feel about Afghanistan as we unpack it going into the final hours of today's show? All right, folks. 866-494-9866. You feel free to call in. We'll take your stories or your comments. And then I've got several other things that I'm going to run with when we get back. It is 429 p.m. in the great state of Alabama here in Central Time. By the way, I like Central Time a whole lot better than Eastern Time. Eastern Time's awful. I hate Eastern Time. Love being on Central Time. And I love being with you guys. Phil Williams, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the powerhouse station for North Alabama. And this is... The biggest show in the afternoons across the northern part of our state. Right Side Radio. We'll be right back.